Yeah, I mean, y'all touched on it a little bit um, just now, but it's not just about like avoiding apathy, it's about turning towards discipline. And so that includes like um, spending time in the word and also not underestimating the power of prayer and just praying for a desire to learn and grow in Christ. Welcome to the Watermark Students Podcast, a podcast for students featuring students where we discuss the everyday issues of teenage life from a Christian perspective. For more information on Watermark Students, check out watermark.org slash students, and we hope that this episode is helpful to you. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Watermark Students Podcast. My name is Kaylee Pinkerton, and today we are joined with Will McElroy. What's up? A special guest who's a good, you know, regular attender, Ryan Oaks. Hey, hey, hey. Glad you're here today. And our student guest for today is Charlie Silva. Charlie, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hey, uh, I'm a senior at Lake Highlands, and I'll be going to UT next year. Awesome. Charlie, Hello. horns down, but we are glad you're here. <laughs> oh, it is so good to have you. Goodness. Really good. Sometimes there's some tension in the studio when it comes to school <laughs> rivalries, and it, it, you can feel the tension. You can almost cut it with a knife between me and Charlie right now, but we'll be on good terms for the podcast, I swear. And so we're going to get started, as always, with a little icebreaker question. Uh, this season on the podcast, mm. we've been doing a fun little segment called Help Keep Your Youth Pastor Relevant, and we've been quizzing Jermaine and Ryan on just some Gen Z terminology, because as we're trying to work with the teens, we've got to be able to talk with the teens. And so it's important to know what are the buzzwords, what's the common terminology going on with Gen Z. And so, Ryan. Couldn't agree more. um, I'd say you you struggled a little last time we did this with you. Mm. Hard to say. We'll leave it to the fans. (laughs) Jermaine Jermaine has got you beat badly. I don't know. Let's see that in the reviews. But because of that, we're going to kind of give you, you know, maybe not the newest phrases for this. We're going to kind of dip back into the archive with some words, try to tee you up for success. And so the first one we have is Stan. Do you know what it means to stand something? <laughs> S-T-A-N. The origin is America. <laughs> uh, I can yeah, use it in a Yeah, sense. please use it in a sentence. My small so far, group, I, uh, Taylor Swift stands. Bunch of Taylor Swift so stands. It was plural there. Yeah, because it's my small group. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, we well, stand Taylor Swift. Yeah, like is that like you're like a huge fan? Like you love Taylor Swift? Yeah, yeah. Like there, you go. Wow. there we go. Stan, Stan is a mix. First one. See, I like Jermaine. See, that's what Jermaine does. He doesn't actually know him. He's just good at context clues. Yeah, yeah. I was never good at that. Questions. Stan's a mix between stalker and fan. So it's like being uh, oh really obsessed gosh. with something, but not in a creepy way. <laughs> yeah. Sounds a little creepy. Yeah. It sounds a little creepy when you explain it. Yeah. So. That's it's I mean, interesting. I don't disagree. <laughs> yeah. it's All right. Good. Well, hey, one for one. One for one. Charlie, right. what do you have for Ryan? Our second one is going to be e-boy and e-girl. What are your thoughts? <laughs> what is an e-boy? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I really feel like I know that I've heard it before. Yeah. It, is it like, okay, is it like describing, like, are they, do they play, you know, they're teenagers that like play video games a lot or they're mm, like. Like esports. Yeah, or like they're, uh, like they're really up with the trends or something like that. Trendy, yeah. Trendy but, gamers. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's something. <laughs> well, how would I you can describe tell. It, it seems as though I'm it. wrong. <laughs> He's just looking at us for approval on something. Paint us the actual picture of an e boy, Charlie. Uh, what do you think the E stands for? Well, it would seem that I think it stands for electronic. <laughs> electronic boy. That sounds like a superhero. I know <laughs> Electro boy. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of close, but it means emo. Yeah. 
Emo. Yeah. Okay. It's just like yeah. a rebranding like, of the yeah. emotional. Thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like goth kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, yeah. that makes sense. See, that's where I'm like, why not yeah. just use the old phrase like goth? It's more endearing. Yeah. Is it? To be an e-boy or e-girl, I think. Okay. Well, we could yeah. Yeah. agree to disagree, I guess. But. Okay. All right. One for the two. The third and final word of today is mm-hmm. ship. S-H-I-P. Yeah, like a boat. Like a boat. Mm-hmm. That's okay. not it, though. Is uh, that your final answer? Yeah, why would it be exactly <laughs> what it is? Um, <laughs> yeah, you use it in a sentence? I Clearly, ship, I don't know I what it is. I ship that. <laughs> yeah, okay, so again, you're using the word for like what? Yeah. <laughs> you said to use it in a sentence. I, yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know how to... Is there like another we, we, we sentence? Ship, <laughs> we ship that thing that's happening right now. Yeah. We ship it. We ship it, man. We ship it. We ship that thing that's happening. Support, yeah. like you. Su- I can't get say too much. Like you I think Kaylee you, said, and no well, fault to you, Kaylee. Like yeah. the Taylor Swift thing kind of gave it away. I don't want to give this one away, but I, it's like we we ship it. Yeah. It couldn't be awful to give it away. I don't like you support that. Like you're in on that. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh man, two for three. Yay. There we that go, man. Guys, this is context clues. The voice context fluctuations does. kind of make you tell it's yeah. positive. Okay. That, that was really good. Um, Charlie? <laughs> that was really good. That was good, Ryan. That was good. Thanks, Will. Charlie, this podcast is it's about the students, right? Yep. For the right, students. Yeah. And so we, we want to get a touch on just what, what has senior year been like for you, man? Like what is right now 2022 senior? Senior What's it like? It's pretty good. I mean, I'm taking a lot less hard classes, shorter schedule. Mm. We're also like the leaders of the school, so there's some fun stuff with that mm. and then we're also like all maturing and so it's fun to hang out with people but like on the downside of the maturing there's a lot more like college applications and scholarship uh-huh. and stuff yeah would but, you say that's been the low yeah of the year and then just like you know at the end of the year senioritis yeah yeah which is why we're here today is to talk about <laughs> senioritis that was a good and transition that was a good transition <laughs> good. guys and so way to drain that yeah. way up uh but today truly charlie he came on and he wanted to talk about just apathy and and also senioritis with that and we know that um i don't think senioritis necessarily starts when you're a senior right mm-hmm. charlie yeah i mean like throughout high school you start to get more and more tired of it like 18 years, it's a pretty similar schedule for all that time. Uh-huh. And then, like, we're about to go to college where it's all going to switch up. And it's a fun switch, but yeah. get a little tired while you're here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, once you're out of high school, the context of high school, I think mm-hmm. instead of the word senioritis, you start using the word apathy, right? Like, I became mm-hmm. apathetic to my work or apathetic to my relationships. And so, Charlie, for you, how would you define apathy, which basically I would think is what senioritis, that, that's mm-hmm. what it is. Yeah, I define it as a lack of caring uh, in like a spiritual way. It's like becoming like stagnant in like our relationship and like not growing mm-hmm. in our faith. I've struggled with this like my whole life. I always knew like the right answers and stuff in like Sunday school. And so I could always like cruise through that. Mm-hmm. But then like when my brother passed away, I realized that I didn't really have any relationship with Christ. Mm. And I had been apathetic for a lot of my life and mm-hmm. just hadn't realized it until something came up. Yeah. And how do you, I don't think you, you didn't wake up one day and we're, mm-hmm. you just were like, oh, wait, I'm apathetic, right? Like, I think it, it happens over time. And, and so how would you say you realize you became apathetic or for someone listening who doesn't know if they're apathetic, what would you say? Hey, uh, here's how I think you can tell if you're becoming apathetic towards your faith or towards school or towards relationship. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a gradual shift and you don't notice it, but I think the main way you can tell is if you like think back over the last few weeks and think, what has God been teaching me? Mm-hmm. And if you don't have an answer to that question, that's a big sign of it. 
That's mm. really good. I love that we're talking about apathy, you know, like spirit, like senioritis, but more so the spiritual mm-hmm. realm of apathy, because I really do think the longer you walk with Christ, the more likely you are to experience apathy mm-hmm. at one point or not. Like, I know I felt this in my life a lot. And even in high school, like you've mentioned, just walking with the Lord, feeling these seasons of apathy, it's so real. And one thing it reminded me of, I worked at camp my whole life. I grew up going to camp and something I always experienced was the camp high. (laughs) And I think for a lot of people following Christ that have like kind of this powerful emotion um, or powerful experience in the summers, midway during the school year, we like crash, you know, like camp highs lead plus apathy lead to a middle of the year spiritual crash in a sense. And so that's always been a good like part, like thing for me to relate to when it comes to walking with the Lord. Yeah. Kaylee, that I think that is so good. And I think, you know, you mentioned how just the longer you walk with Christ, I think the harder apathy is to be, the easier it is to become apathetic. And I think that's true with me because I, I think the longer I walk with Christ, like the more I forget the why behind not wanting to be apathetic and lazy. It's like, I just know that's true. Kind of like you said, Charlie, it's Mm -hmm. like you grow up and you just know the right answers, but you don't know the heart reason or the why behind it. And so let's look back at just God's word for a second, Charlie, and just see why do you think he wants us to, to not be apathetic? What does he actually have to say about the topic of laziness and spiritual discipline? And so, yeah, what do you think when that comes to mind? Yeah. So one verse that comes to mind is Ephesians 5, 16, which says, making the best use of the time because the days are evil, which I think highlights how the time we spend not focusing on Christ, we're focusing on things of this world. And then also like people think apathy is kind of like a neutral thing between like a life of sin and a life following Christ, but it's not like you mm-hmm. have to, it, it goes one way, you know? Mm-hmm. What do you mean by that? If you had it, it's like, uh, if we think about Christ as like a relationship, like of the time we spend with him, if we're not spending time with him, it's not like our relationship is going to stay the same. We'll still stay just as close. Like the less time we spend with him, the less close we are to him. That's so good, man. Yeah. I think it's, it's really good to, to bring up the word because sometimes I think it can be hard to find. And are there verses that necessarily warn you against apathy for me? You know, I know in my personal story, it was actually spending time in God's word that I was able to realize that I had been apathetic. Um, I read, I came across um, Romans 8, 32, and it says, he who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all. How will he not also with him graciously give us all things? And that's just such a powerful verse because what it does is it, it, it reminds you of the gospel and who Jesus is for you. But it also reminds you that, man, if if God can provide your the answer to your biggest need through his son, then how will he not also provide for the lesser needs, if you will? Mm-hmm. And I realized like for me, I was in a season of life where I had kind of lost sight of that. Mm-hmm. I had lost sight of all that Jesus was for me because I had been going through the motions. Mm-hmm. And honestly, what I realized as I that caused me to kind of reflect on the season of life I had been in, I really had been living in a season of unconfessed sin mm-hmm. and, and, and wasn't ready or willing to like acknowledge that and admit that to people, but coming out of that and, and recognizing that and being able to confess and and be surrounded by community, um, had, had changed everything. It changed my perspective. It really refreshed Christ's love and just the power of the church in my life, which really, at least in my season of life was able to get me out of that season of apathy. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. I think the power of confession and bringing others into our relationship with Christ is a sweet protection against mm-hmm. apathy mm-hmm. Um, because unconfessed sin, living in isolation and relying on your own strength have tended to be things in my life that have 
produced apathy. Mm -hmm. And even a couple of verses as we're kind of reflecting on what warnings does the Bible give about apathy is just like this phrase, like stay alert in the new Testament, stay mm -hmm. alert because we have an enemy who's seeking to pull us away from Christ. And mm -hmm. all throughout Proverbs, you see the warnings, like don't be like the sluggard, mm -hmm. you know? And even when Jesus is talking about the Pharisees in the new Testament, he's kind of giving this really stark description of, you know, outwardly looking like you have, have it all together as a Christian practicing your righteousness for others to see you, but inward when no one else can see your heart being really far from God. And I think the longer we are, you know, disciplining ourselves and participating um, in church activity, the more we are, it's tempting to be like a mm. Pharisee, just doing it so mm. other people can see when inside we're starting to feel apathetic or dry is kind of a phrase we've used. Like I just feel spiritually dry mm -hmm. right now. Mm. Yeah. So I think, I feel like what I'm about to say is true. Whenever I, I think most people listening, they know that laziness is not what's best for them. They know that apathy and passivity is not God's best for them. But yeah, we all experience the pressure of it. We all experience a temptation to, to draw to those things. So Charlie, how does it look for you to to fight apathy? And maybe for high school students, how does it look like for you to finish high school well? Yeah, I mean, y'all touched on it a little bit um, just now, but it's not just about like avoiding apathy. It's about turning towards discipline. Mm -hmm. And so that includes like um, spending time in the word and also not underestimating the power of prayer and just praying for a desire to learn and grow in Christ. Mm. And I, I love that you that you brought in prayer because actually, um, so David in Psalm 51 goes through, you know, that season of like confessing sin and after, you know, one of the bigger sins in his life and he prays in Psalm 51, 12, he prays, restore to me the joy of your salvation and uphold me with a willing spirit. And I think that's the part that sometimes we can be tempted to miss out on is like, man, if you feel like you're struggling in your relationship, if you're feeling stagnant, whether it's with God or with people or with the church, whatever it might be you can ask God to help you with that. Mm -hmm. Like David literally says, restore to me the joy of your salvation. Like that is such a powerful prayer. The, the mm -hmm. reality is David's showing us, and there's other parts of scripture that show us that, and sometimes we can, we can lose sight of, of our salvation. We can lose sight of what God's given us. And, and it's okay for you to pray for him to remind you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think, I think Charlie to that line of saying, what was it? It's not just about, about avoiding apathy, but pursuing discipline. Mm -hmm. Is that what you said? I think that is so good. I, Practically speaking, I remember back in high school, I, I was definitely the procrastinator and the one who was lazy. And, what? you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was me. <laughs> that was me. No. And I remember thinking a test would come up and I'd be studying, you know, I'd, I would spend the whole day or two before trying to study and finish that paper or write that test. And I remember thinking that, the people who had been working just 10, 20 minutes on it every day for the last couple of weeks, they had it so much easier. Like I was always the one who was more stressed and having to work harder because I had been lazy leading up to that. And so the reason I say that is I think that is true also in our spiritual lives is a lot of times I feel like I'm having to play catch up on prayer or catch up on my Bible study. And, you know, that's just not, I, I don't think that, that honors the Lord, you know, and I don't think God honors that. I think, um, to not be apathetic, it looks like, you know, choosing some things that are harder. It means maybe waking up earlier and getting in the word instead of sleeping in or saying no to some things that would be fun in order to spend time with, with Christ. And it's not always easy, but I think it's always worth it for me to pursue Christ. Totally. And ultimately the reason it's worth it is because you get to experience the fullness of an abiding relationship with, with God. And you get to experience intimacy with him, which is so much greater than any apathy feeling I've ever felt. And ultimately, 
Will, as you ask this question of how do you fight apathy, you know, I have this example or kind of like comparison, if you will. Fighting apathy is like dating. Mm. So hear me out. <laughs> when you're starting to date someone, picture you only go to the same restaurant every single time you go on a date. You sit in the same booth, same spot, order the same meal, same thing. How many times can you do that until you start to get really bored and you need change? How many? Like twice. How many? Kevin? Not many times. <laughs> How many? You know, <laughs> give it four times and you're like, this, this is boring. We need to switch it up because I want to connect with this person in another way. I've only gotten to connect with them one way. And I think with our spiritual life, sometimes in our spiritual disciplines, we only do the same thing every day, same exact. And we, we connect with God really intimately that way. But over time, it starts to feel repetitive or kind of, mm -hmm. we, we convince ourselves, maybe that's boring or mm -hmm. I don't want to do that anymore. Um, when we need to just mix it up a little bit in our spiritual discipline, how can we connect with the Lord? How can I, uh, re my affections for him if we're going to use it that way, just so I can experience him and connect with him in a different way. And so in the same way, like we'd be like, y'all need to get out of that restaurant. You need to go on a date somewhere else. You need to mix it up and go make new memories together. I'd say if you're feeling apathetic, Take some time to reevaluate what does it look like for you to connect with the Lord? And maybe have you gotten in a really repetitive thing that the best thing you can do is just mix it up and see if you can connect with the Lord in another way. So just like dating. Take God on take a date. Take that. Just take God on a date. <laughs> a nice you know. seafood restaurant. Go go get seafood. <laughs> Surprising. Hey. That was good, Kaylee. Thanks, Will. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You're going to think about that one. <laughs> it's, uh, it's about time to wrap this one up, but I wanted to ask you one last question. Is there any final encouragement you would give to someone who is just wondering how to finish high school strong or how to fight apathy in their life? I just say like the habits we start today stick with us in the future. And so we may be thinking, oh, this is just the end of our time in high school. So like I can just cruise through the end and stuff. But the habits we establish today continue with us into college and into future times in our life. Mm -hmm. And so we need to be committed now uh, to achieve fullness of life and also just to be prepared in times of trial and temptation. Mm. That's cool. oh, so good. Kaylee Ryan, any last thoughts? I think I'd actually, if, if there's one thing I could add, I would just say, I think of Revelation 2 when, when John is talking about the church in Ephesus and he's talking about how they've, they have abandoned the love they had at first. And he, he gives like, you know, a good word of advice, I would say that you can really simplify, but it says in Revelation 2 verse 5, remember therefore from where you have fallen, repent and do the works you did at first. And I just think that that's really crucial. And the way that I would summarize it, man, if you are struggling with apathy, if you're listening to this and you feel like even if it's senioritis, just a really simple um, advice I would give is remember, repent and renew. It's just that concept of, hey, remember where you came from. Remember the Lord's faithfulness in your life. Repent of the ways that you have turned away from him and turn back to him and renew. Renew that spirit. Pray for him to, to draw near to you yet again and remember and rejoice for who he is. Amen. That's good. I am um, a huge verse in my life is John 10, 10, which just says the enemy comes to steal, kill and destroy. But I, Jesus speaking, has come to give us life and life to the full and really just leaving us with the idea that Christ did come. He lived on this earth. He died the death that we deserved and rose again from the grave to give us freedom from our sin and eternal life with Christ. And in this broken world, we still can experience uh, life to the full because of what Jesus has done. Yes, it's broken. Yes, there's hard times, but there is joy and peace and just a vibrancy for those who are filled with the spirit and are walking with the Lord. And we have an enemy who's trying to just rip that away from us. And apathy is a great tool for mm -hmm. him. And so we fight apathy by leaning 
on the savior and by running towards him and finding life to the full in him, but just being aware that we do have an enemy and apathy is a great tool for him. That's so good. Guys, that truly was really encouraging. <laughs> Everything well, I was saying was so good. Yeah. Um, Charlie, I just loved having you on the podcast and loved what you had to say. I think it's really wise just the habits we start now stick with us in the future. And so I would encourage anyone listening to write that down, to remember that as you go about your day, just what you do now matters, whether you're a senior and you're like, hey, I'm about to graduate, like, forget this, like, none of this matters. Like, that's not true. That's a lie. And what you're doing now in the present will matter uh, to yourself in the future. So I, I just pray that um, all, all four of us and whoever's listening just takes our actions a little more serious in a way that we can still have fun and, and you know, be be goofy, be There's silly abundant yeah. life. <laughs> abundant and life. have joy. But it's a serious kind of joy and a serious joy that really, really matters for uh, our future and eternity. So, um, Charlie. Thank you for coming on, man. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having so me. so fun. Way to go, man. Um, Thanks, Charlie. If anyone listening has any questions they want us, you want us to talk about, feel free to DM us on at Shoreline Dallas on Instagram. Totally. And uh, we'd love to answer it. But guys, that's another that's another episode. I, was, I feel good about this. Oh, this good. Great, yeah. great this times good. together. Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget, Ryan went two for three on relevant terms. I know. I'm so Ryan, best work yet. We'll see you guys next yeah. time.